The North Omaha History Podcast is made possible by our patrons, Jay Hanna, Ian Schneider, Lori Schwartz, Christine Gerber, Jody Lavallo, Jim Collison, Abby Hightoff, and the Great Plains Black History Museum. We could use your help to cover expenses. Please go to patreon.com slash Omaha to become a patron. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. In 1907, the Royal Amusement Company developed plans for 40 acres of today's Minnelosa neighborhood. Royal paid $65,000 to an architect named J.B. Mason to design six buildings, including a pavilion, a two-story dance hall, two dining halls, a boathouse, a clubhouse, and a roller rink. But it never came to exist. However, Minnelosa became the biggest subdivision in Omaha at that time. So uh, take it from there, Adam. Well, Steve, let's even dial it back further. All the way back in 1893, there was a guy named Horace Cleveland. He was a landscape architect that was hired by the city of Omaha to design some parks. And Cleveland had a vision for a park in North Omaha uh, that was going to be a beautiful rolling area. There was one of the city's founding fathers. His name was Dr. George Miller. And Miller sold his land to the city to become that park. Cleveland laid out a beautiful rolling boulevard to head up to the park that was called the most beautiful mile in Omaha. And uh, it was tree-lined and packed with fancy flowers and all kinds of magnificent homes along the way. Well, the most beautiful mile needed a place to go. And as you just led up to, uh, that beautiful mile uh, led up to the Minnelosa neighborhood that we know today. But way back then, imagine 128 acres of corn right? It's Nebraska. And that area right there between Miller Park and the south end of Florence, 128 acres, was packed with corn. Because corn's been raised in Nebraska since the settlers started arriving, and even before then, of course, with the tribes. So this cornfield was sat on top of some rolling hills. There was a beautiful little creek that ran through the middle of it called Minnelusa Creek. And a guy came along, and his name was Charles Martin. And Charles Martin was a developer of homes. Uh, he, did, he had been selling homes in the Kuntz Place neighborhood and further south in North Omaha uh, for more than 20 years. He worked up the capital and he bought this land. And Martin named the land after the creek in the middle of it called Minnelusa. Now, there's some disagreement, Steve, I got to tell you. There's some disagreement in Omaha where the name Minnelusa came from. I think it's an aberration from the name of Manuel Lisa, who was the fur trader. Other people think that the name actually existed before and was an actual authentic Indian word. Whatever it was, the fact of the matter is that uh, the neighborhood began to grow. Charles Martin laid out this boulevard right down the middle, right next to, on either side of the Minnelusa Creek. There was one lane going north and one lane heading south. And then he drew up grid pattern streets up either side of that boulevard. And he named each one after a different place or thing that mattered to him, Mary Street and Iowa Street and more than a half dozen others. And all these streets were lined with beautiful little bungalows. Man, the cutest neighborhood in all Omaha, Steve, I'll tell you what. These bungalows were designed specifically for the neighborhood by an architect whose commitment uh, to North Omaha is pretty notable and pretty fun. 
this architect laid out these little houses and they are just adorable. His name was Everett Dodd, D-O-D-D. And Dodd laid out all kinds of homes. They were all craftsman style, but they had different kinds of elements and pieces involved in them. But there was also a couple of notable uh, uh, second Spanish colonial style homes. And these houses were built with a kind of a faux adobe look. And the kind of the crown of the whole entire neighborhood was called the Prettiest Mile Club. It was named after the boulevard. And it was built right at the intersection of Menelusa Boulevard and Reddick Avenue on the northeast corner. A gorgeous building. Three stories, including a bowling alley in the basement, dance floors on the top floor, and restaurants on the second floor. And the Prettiest Mile Club has its own history that we'll get into another time. But I'll tell you what, Steve. It turned out to be a fantastic place that really built the middle class in North Omaha for more than 40 years. It was a, a, a benchmark, a, a really important place for a lot of families and, frankly, that white middle class culture that came to define Middleusa for a long time. As these homes were built up along this beautiful little boulevard and the streets surrounding it, imagine the gas lamps going in, Steve. The neighborhood was built without garages because it started development in 1916 before cars became really important. But soon after that, everybody recognized the importance. So Charles Martin had Dodd go back through and design a simple garage. And these garages were put up on almost every home and almost everybody in the neighborhood had a garage by 1940. But the neighborhood had a lot of different features that we can still see today. Well-designed homes, wide front porches, low-pitched gabled roofs, pointed window arches, tapered columns on the porches, partially paneled doors, multi-paned windows. I mean, Steve, this place is spectacular. Knee braces all the way around houses, single dormers, earth tone paint jobs, exposed rafter tails and beams under the roof eaves. There was so much going on uh, for the whole entire neighborhood, and it became a super successful place. Uh, within a dozen years, the entire neighborhood was almost all the way built out, and uh, it really created a vibrant place to get a home on the north end of Omaha. It's interesting, though. It did leave a little piece of North Omaha undeveloped. Now, you talked at the very beginning about that amusement park, and it was part of this vision. You know, around the turn of the century, there were so many visions for Omaha. We had amusement parks coming in at Peony Park and another one coming in at Krug Park. Well, imagine this one that could have been. You know, it could have been so beautiful if the Royal Amusement Park had actually sprang up there in the cornfields. But it didn't. The guy who owned the cornfields, his name was uh, Parker. And Parker was one of the first, his family was one of the first founders of Florence. Uh, by the time that uh, Charles Martin came along, Fred Parker had a mansion that he had built from his father's early cabin that was just outside of the Minnelusa Historic District. This mansion, Steve, it was built to look like a, a Moroccan Moorish castle. Right there in North Omaha, a Moroccan Moorish castle. Flat lines all the way around the whole thing. Again, kind of a faux adobe exterior. But the whole thing on the inside was an artist's haven. This guy, this Fred Parker, he was a bohemian that was stuck in the whole romance of that era, that the 1910s and 20s, the European kind of fascination with the, with the quote, Orient, meaning the Middle East, and all of the fixings that went with it. Well, Parker needed money to... Uh, fund his extravagant lifestyle. He traveled to Europe a lot. He bought art. He made art. He ran his mansion as a studio, as a public place where people could come and see art. I mean, just all kinds of extravagance. 
he needed money though. And so he sold off this land to Charles Martin. Charles Martin built it out as a developer. And all of a sudden, 800 lots were sold on 30 blocks throughout all of Minnelusa. What a fascinating thing. You know, it was interesting. Right around the Second World War, there was a chunk of land between Minnelusa and Florence that hadn't developed. And Martin developed a new vision for that himself. He called it Florence Field, named after an old uh, army balloon base that was there. And he developed that as well. So he had another 1,100 houses that were built just north of the Minnelusa Historic District. The other piece of Minnelusa that's worth mentioning, besides the Prettiest Mile Club, besides the Prettiest Mile Boulevard, beside uh, Miller Park itself, beside the history of the amusement park that could have been, and even Florence Field, is the actual Minnelusa School that still stands today um, right there at the intersection of uh, Minnelusa Boulevard and Ida Street. Fantastic school. It has a really strong heritage that started around the 1924 when it was opened. And since then, it's had a lot of major additions and all kinds of pieces with this continuously growing student population that's actually still growing today. A very exciting place. Today in the Minnelusa neighborhood, there's been a resurgence. A couple of advocates really stepped up and, and took control and built out the image of Minnelusa as being a successful craftsman era craftsman type uh, suburb, and they have done so much work to restore the vitality of the neighborhood, to make sure that homeowners are stepping up and taking care of their properties, to make sure that uh, there aren't absentee landlords and all of the things that plague North Omaha in so many different neighborhoods. It's a work in progress, but it's well underway, and the folks who ran the Minnelusa House, the Minnelusa Facebook page, they were, they've been so vital and they're still hard at work making it happen. The neighborhood's been featured by a couple of news stations, and lots of great things have been going on. The Pretty Smile Club eventually became called the Birchwood Club. And the Birchwood Club had a state-of-art swimming pool, had all kinds of different activities happening in, happening in the ballroom uh, and, all, and the restaurant that was there. Uh, it was a segregated facility, and for a lot of people in North Omaha, it was a sign of loss. But that evolved again and in the 1970s. The whole entire building started acting as more of a community center than anything else. Private owners turned it into the Viking ship, and the Viking ship continues today uh, to provide a place where boxing and dance and social events and all kinds of things happen right there in the middle of the neighborhood. I, I can't say enough about that rebirth of the neighborhood and how important it's been. Um, all of the things that have happened. The other thing worth mentioning regarding the Minnelusa Historic District is that just within the last decade, uh, the entire area became listed on the National Register of Historic Places. More than 500 homes in one fell swoop became renowned for their uh, historic vitality and importance in the entire North Omaha community and across the entire city of Omaha. A pretty exciting place. Uh, and now the entire neighborhood is surrounded by business. It's surrounded by churches. It's surrounded by all kinds of beautiful and neat features that continue to really make it a vital and vibrant area of North Omaha that is uh, growing and changing continuously at time. If people are interested, they can go up and see uh, the Neef House that's at 28th and Iowa Street, um, really 30th and Iowa. But it was the first ever steel frame house in Nebraska, uh, built in 1929. And it's just a glorious house. 
Uh, you can also see the Minnelusa pumping station that's right nearby, as well as the former Miller Park Grocery that's at 24th and Reddick, or the Trinity Lutheran Church that's at 30th and Reddick. All kinds of history, just brimming all around the neighborhood. And I would recommend that anybody who has a love for North Omaha, check out the article that I have on NorthOmahaHistory.com about Minnelusa and go and visit it today. So much beautiful, so much fun, and definitely worth the historic bug that will catch you when you take a glimpse at all of these beautiful craftsmen and Dodd's homes. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.